equipment doesn't just go crazy like this. I don't know what's going on or what's causing this to happen. Today we're going to talk about the Beaker's House located in Munster, Indiana. This home is known for a woman in white to walk around the property and then vanish into thin air. Also, uh, there has been reports of unexplained noises inside the home, outside of the home, and other activity reported by guests. This home was last occupied by Helen Beaker. It was extremely dear to her after inheriting it from her family. It was a huge property. Helen Beaker's mom died in this home and some claim to see the mother around the property after her death. Before this home, there was an old inn owned by the family. It burned down in 1909, so the home was then built with a big red barn. Shortly after, their big barn burnt down mysteriously. While Mrs. Beaker was alive, she did her best to hold on to the property. Uh, the city of Munster, uh, as Munster Parks wanted the property, uh, she kept refusing to sell it. They wanted to use it for commercial use. Uh, some just wanted to buy some of the land. And Mrs. Beaker, unfortunately, had to give in later down the line. So she uh, gave some of the land in agreement that she can keep her home into her last breath. Uh, strangely, after her last breath, nobody wanted the place. At one point, the city of Munster uh, offered it to the public rent-free, utility-free. Now, who wouldn't take up that offer? I did hear that they were offering people to stay there, you know, free, like you said, rent-free, utility-free, and no one took up the offers. But then there was the rumors going around that the construction workers would, like, see these... Uh, apparitions or ghosts of the owner, um, the woman in white, and then they would see the they would see this uh, presence of an Indian, which may be something, you know, that was from way before even the house and the barn was there. Um, but yeah, they would, you know, have things vanish. And then there was one report of a painter that was doing some work on the house having paint splash on him from nowhere, you know, just came out of nowhere. And he reportedly just ran out of the house and didn't finish the job and said he was never coming back and he didn't. So there was a bunch of like reports from, you know, construction workers who had no um, reason to be making these stories up and people who experienced these things firsthand and would never go back to the house. So. I'm thinking that's kind of why no one wanted to stay there. Maybe these rumors came around and people were hearing them. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably why the city of Munster didn't want the place. After they got their hands on the place, finally, yeah. they didn't want it. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty strange and interesting at the same time. Exactly. And also, Mrs. Beaker's nurse would not stay in that home by herself. Uh, she claimed that one morning she was awakened by a little girl. Uh, when she came to her senses, she realized uh, there was no little girl in or around the home. 
So that was another reason um, for her not to want to stay there alone. So, so many people uh, uh, witness different things in and around the home. Uh, people of different backgrounds, people of different generations, which makes it so much more interesting. Maggie and I, we went out there and we took our devices out. We were so happy and excited. Um, we sure did. Yeah, because of all the stories we heard, we went straight out there. And we uh, did an investigation in the daylight. We also did an investigation at night. And it was so awesome because we uh, heard on the spirit box in the daylight that there was five spirits there. We asked again uh, during our nighttime investigation, and they told us that there were five spirits again. We took a skeptic with us, and she, was, she did witness everything we witnessed. We heard noises. Uh, she witnessed responses, intelligent responses on the spirit box that were unexplainable. And then things seemed to escalate. Didn't it seem like that, Maggie? Like towards the night, it, it seemed to escalate when I was asking how did. did the barn burn down? Yeah, it did. So when we went there in the daytime, we were kind of just filling out the grounds. The whole reason, um, if you take a look at our video from that day, we were investigating nothing but the outside. And the reason being is because we did ask the, the owners of the house or the, the caretakers of the house if we can go and have an investigation inside. And they told us no. Um, we were honest and upfront and we told them that we wanted to do a ghost investigation. They said no, the house wasn't available for that kind of uh, work, I guess. Um, so what we did was we took it upon ourselves and we just investigated the outside, which is public property. Um, this property has a little trail that goes back into the woods and there's a little gazebo that people, you know, visit all the time. So that's what we decided to um, investigate. And boy, did we get so much stuff um, in the beginning, like during the day. That's where it started, you know, with the spirit box. We asked how many spirits were there. It said five. Later on in our nighttime investigation. How many spirits are here with us? And then our, our, I think it was our mail meter that started acting up and, you know, giving us some off the wall readings. Walking over to where the barn used to stand, we take out our mail meter to measure the electromagnetic field. Our mail meter is spiking up here and there. 6.4. And then we decided to make it a point to come back at night to see how um, to see how the activity was going to be like. And when we went, of course, we, we looked around and we asked again, how many spirits are there? And like Lisa said, it said five. We, we got that consistency in there. And then um, there's a shed now where the barn was. And we were investigating near there. Um, and you can hear us asking questions. And then you hear a humming noise, like someone was humming or singing. And then all of a sudden we hear a knock or a bang or something like someone threw something or a barn door or something uh, slammed. Then we ask the same question we did earlier. 
How many spirits are here with us? How many spirits are here with us? We get many other intelligent responses to our questions. Are you trying to communicate through this? Yes. Yes. What happened to the barn that burned down here? What happened to the barn that burned down here? Do you hear that humming? All of a sudden, we hear a knock on the barn door. Spirits? Spirits? Did spirits burn down the barn? What year did it... Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. We're on the spirit box. Also, we heard um, spirits saying that the uh, spirits had burned down the barn. I had asked who burned down the barn, and they said spirits. So that was another interesting thing that we caught. Uh, who knows yeah. if it was lightning or had did have something to do with spirits? Um, they're ratting on themselves, I guess. <laughs> but... Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> you never know, um, because it was you know the early nineteen hundreds, I believe, that when it burnt down. So maybe they were using like those gas lightings and like the spirits pushed the the lamp or whatever the case is and it burned down you oh, never know interesting. What yeah i didn't think about yeah. that mm -hmm. yeah so i mean the baker's home you wouldn't think it, it it would be such an interesting place or a place of any type of paranormal activity it's a place that we pass by a lot like i pass by it a lot going just to work and and to pass by going doing errands, you know, it's on a busy street. Um, and I always see it. So like passing it by, you kind of get that thought in your head all the time. Like, oh, I wonder if I look up and see, you know, Helen or Wilhelmina looking out the window or, you know, catch a glimpse of them. It's always in the back of your mind. And I'm sure now if you've never known about the Beaker's home and live in the area, now you're probably going to be thinking that way too. <laughs> and we were all taken aback by it. It was like all these things were happening at once. And our skeptic was even a little shocked by all the stuff that was going on at that time. Yeah, after we heard the sound of a rock thrown and we're getting all those responses on the spirit box, we're like, okay, I think it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, in that area uh, where the rock was thrown or sounded like a rock was thrown, uh, people have claimed to have seen some kind of shadow peeping out of the new barn window. So that's interesting as well, um, that we caught that on yeah. tape. And earlier in the day, our temperature reader was going haywire. Um, where the barn burnt down, our temperature reader spiked. Yeah, that's right. It was spiking. Degrees. Yeah, it was spiking in that exact same area. You can see We'll put in the footage here of the um, the equipment going up like it has a 
a reader of you know the energy and then it has a reader of temperature and you can see the temperature was out of control i believe what was it like a thousand or 200 something like that yeah i know i caught it late i tried to because the because the sun was shining i said oh i can't yeah. get that so when i finally <laughs> got a good take on it thankfully i was able to get the uh i think it read 200 something degrees holy crap look at guys this is really acting up today. Our spirit box was acting up earlier. This piece of equipment doesn't just go crazy like this. I don't know what's going on or what's causing this to happen. This this piece of equipment is known to work fairly well. I don't I don't understand what's going on. This is one of the most professional pieces of equipment we can have. It was crazy. It was um it was one of the best pieces of evidence that we caught. And you can see our faces. We're just like, what? What's going on? Like, we didn't, I guess we were in that mindset being, you know, fresh ghost investigators that we're not going to really catch anything during the day. But that's not the case. Things are happening during the day. Our equipment was showing us these readings that were off the wall. The spirit box was telling us information um we even caught a picture of a mist or or some kind of i don't want to say orb because it's not an orb mm -hmm. um it looks like a human size mm -hmm. white mist and this this picture was awesome because this is kind of what people are seeing a woman in white and we caught a white shaped human uh, mist so maybe that was the beginning of the manifestation of the woman in white and uh, I, I know we caught some uh, light like light orbs through the woods mm -hmm. so yeah we caught so many different things and I think that's also when the spirit box um, mysteriously died out when I had new batteries so we had to yeah. change the batteries as well um, so yeah we had a we had a hard we had a hard time on this investigation some of our device was going out on us um, mm -hmm. it was acting up and uh, we got real lucky uh, for the footage we caught um, I remember sitting down on a bench as well, and we were hearing um, maybe like little footsteps on the branches, but when we went to investigate, we found no humans or animals anywhere in the area. Are you male or female? Something's here. It's here in front of us. It's like branches or something. I'm not sure if it's a small animal or it could be something else. Um, yeah. I also went a few times even after the investigation because people have reported seeing some of the lights turn on and off or flicker inside or someone look out. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I did not capture any of that. But on our investigation, we did capture a lot of interesting, oh unexplained, yeah things <laughs> it was extremely active when we were there like just from the footage that we got and from you know the time that we were there it's undeniable how much footage we got and then going back to what you were saying about the the lights that we caught um we were standing in the gazebo area 
and all of a sudden you can see like these lights come on from the forest area. Uh, the house is located on a pretty busy street. However, the way that we are facing, we are facing the other way towards the woods. So these lights came out of nowhere. There's nowhere these lights can, you know, the lights could come from a building in the back or some cars because there's nothing back there. It goes on and on for woods. And um, these lights would come on and then go off. So they were coming from somewhere, but we didn't know where. That was another crazy thing that we caught too. Yes, I know at that time, Maggie, when we wanted to investigate inside, they were only offering it to like uh, to school children, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for schools and so on. So yeah, that's, that's a thing to go in. But uh, but a, a very uh, intriguing story was that um, on one of the school outings there, I believe it was on Halloween. Uh, there was kids that came in with their teacher to look around at all the decorations and uh, they loved it and they seen skeletons moving in there and you know uh, they just thought it was such a cool uh, cool place to visit and love they just love the Halloween decorations um, anyhow the teacher told the organizer that they loved it they loved how the skeleton skeleton decorations were moving and come to find out they were not battery or electric operated so that oh, wow. out the teacher and the kids <laughs> um yeah that was a very intriguing story and you know maggie i looked all online for this one story i couldn't find it i know i found it years ago but uh i guess i i have to call it a rumor but supposedly okay. helen beaker either helen beaker's father or some male was pushed down the stairs mysteriously he looked like he was pushed down the stairs. So um, I tried to find that story. I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm not sure if you can recall that story. I, I do remember um, us touching on that a little bit. And you know, looking back on our video, um, if you remember, the spirit box would always say the, the name Peter. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but it would it would say Peter like, multiple times and I also tried to look up if there was anyone by that name you know either who lived there or owned the property and I couldn't find anything but I do remember that tidbit of information that you said that someone fell down the stairs and it was a male I'm not sure if it was a father or or, or the grandfather or something but I do remember you saying that I hear a male voice say your father her father. Her father? Is anybody trying to communicate to us right now? Did it just say Beaker? Lived there. Lived there? The father used to live here? Yeah, father, and then it started saying Peter a couple of times. So I wonder if that has any type of correlation. If you guys know any type of history and know about these names or if the, the father falling down the stairs rumor is true, let us know. We're open to, you know, solidify that rumor or whatever the case is. Yeah, so guys, we're still looking for skeptics. Uh, hit us up. 
email us. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Get a hold of us. We'd we'll love to have you on our podcast. Like Maggie was saying on the last podcast, we just want to pick your brain. Uh, maybe you can even come on an investigation with us. Um, it's going to be a really cool thing to do. And we already had skeptics come along with us. They yeah. found it pretty interesting. So, hey, we love to have skeptics. And, and even if you're not in, um, a skeptic, we're going to have a paranormal group investigation soon. So uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. We would love to have someone who um, pretty much would like to explain everything away, which is fine with us. You know, we don't, we have open minds. So if you guys want to come with us and like, just see what we do, or you're interested in the paranormal, let us know. Um, our information is on the screen for you to give us a, um, a note or an email and, and we can hit you guys back up. It's kind of like a house that you see all the time passing by, but you would never think that it has this uh, history or anything like that. So I'm glad we caught what we caught. What that noise came from? While we were asking about the old barn that burned down. <laughs>